of the Character Combine podcast. Uh, I'm Josh Takamoto, and again, here with me is Deb McCollum. What's going on, Deb? Good, how are you? I'm very good. I mean, I'm excited. That first one was fun. Having Jay, it's, uh, like I told you before we even started the podcast, Jay, Jason Harper is high energy all the time. Mm. And when I first met him, it's just high energy all the time. So um, it was fun having him in. And I will have to say, I am equally as excited to have our guest today because he has been a, uh, a friend of mine for probably about seven and a half, eight years now. Um, again, a dude that's full of energy, full of life. <laughs> uh, Coach Greatness, hey. Mr. Kevin Bracey. What's going on, man? Man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm excited to be here. Good, excited man. We're, uh, we're excited to have you. And I was, trying to, I was trying to explain to Deb who you were, but it's too, it's too of difficult. Because, I live under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> No, no, no. But we were talking, you've been out to, when you and I first got involved with Combine and all that, we actually went out to Sheldon where, uh, where Deb coaches. And so, and that was one of the first things when I saw you talk to the kids at a, a team talk, which I've been able to, ha- I had the opportunity to do uh, quite a few times over the years. And I'm like, I should not be doing team talks. <laughs> <laughs> like, wh- what am I doing here? I, I can't compete with Kevin Bracey. No. So anytime I, I try to book you first and if they can't do it, then I'm like, well, I'm sorry, you're stuck with me. <laughs> So, but man, we, we love you here at the Combine, and uh, you've been one of the top-rated speakers ever since the beginning. Thank you. And uh, just like I was telling Jay, it's a weird, a weird thing because uh, Jay was the first podcast I ever, I ever listened to. Right. And one of the first guests he had was you. Wow. Which was weird because you had spoken to my baseball team when I was a freshman in high school. Casa. Casa. Coach Tup. Coach Tup. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this dude is a beast. Like, I love what he's saying. And then years down the road when I graduated and all that, I was listening to Harper's podcast, and I hear this dude on talking about his baseball story. I'm like, that story. So there's a part in particular. I don't want to give away your talk. It's all good. But there's a part in particular where I'm like, that's Kevin Bracey. I know Kevin Bracey. And <laughs> right. so then you and I got connected, and, and it's, been, it's been fun ever since, man, trying to learn from you and, and trying to get you know, more connected with you and, and try to help you with you know, all the stuff that you're doing, too, because I love it. You kickstarted me in a lot of ways, Josh. You just don't know it. And the same with me, man. <laughs> I, I would not be speaking at all if it wasn't for you, man. Wow. You've uh, challenged me. And again, it's, like, it's cool because you – I look sometimes at the stuff he does, and I'm like, I shouldn't be speaking. But that's a good thing, I think, for a speaker. Because I'm sure you right. felt the same way when you Absolutely. got with Les Well, Brown. there's people's voice. You know, everybody, all of us have, have a voice. Yeah. And the more voices that are out here, the louder and the higher the volume. There's people that right. you're going to reach that I can't reach. There's people that you're reaching, Deb, that I can't reach. So we all got to be out here yeah. with our arms joining and, and making things move and, and touching people's lives through words. Right. Absolutely. Passion. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm just going to make this an easy podcast, man. Greatness. Oh, man. Greatness. That's been your thing. I, like I said, your coach greatness. Everybody knows you as coach greatness. The Muhammad Ali talk. Hey. One of my favorite things ever. That still doesn't get old. <laughs> but so what is it? What is Because we have probably, have, hopefully we have a lot of new listeners, you mm-hmm. know, people that have been with the Combine since the beginning, mm-hmm. people that have been with us for maybe a couple years, and then some people that are, you know, no idea. Right. They, they don't know what the Combine is. So what is greatness to you? That's a great question, and, and that's my favorite word. So I, I, it makes me want to stand up and not sit down and talk about <laughs> it, but it's all good. Okay. Stand but, you know, you, you know, yeah, greatness absolutely. is a word that I believe that many people think is reserved mm. for people we see on the big screen or LeBron James mm. 
or the Peyton Mannings, the Candace Parkers, the Venus and Serena Williams of the world. No, no, no. We all have access to greatness. It's not just in the realm of athletics or in the realm of being on the big screen. I believe that the everyday person going to work, going to school, doing what they do, we all have access to greatness. Now, why do I say that? That sounds cute, sounds positive, it sounds motivational, but why do I say that? I say that because greatness to me is five things. Number one, when you are putting forth your very best effort to whatever task you're doing, that's greatness to me. If my son is giving his best effort cleaning his room, that's greatness to me, Mm -hmm. right? The second definition of greatness to me is giving your best focus when your best effort and best focus go hand in hand, when you're putting forth your best effort, giving your best focus to the task at hand, no matter what that might be, that might be washing the dishes, that might be vacuuming the floor, that might be folding the clothes. Best effort, best focus, my opinion, is greatness third. Greatness is the best version of you and me. When we're being the best human being that we can be in moments where we're apologizing in a situation when we don't even think we were wrong. That's greatness to me. Mm-hmm. If you're driving down the street and you see someone on the corner and it, they have a sign that says, we'll work for food. It looks like they haven't showered in a month. Mm-hmm. And you look at them and you're maybe you, you're about to bite a sandwich. You're hungry. Mm-hmm. But you see that that person right there needs it more than you need it. Mm-hmm. And you roll down your window and you give your sam- that that's the best, That's greatness to me. Mm-hmm. Fourth definition of greatness is when you find what your best talent is. Whatever that best skill set is to you, whatever you think it is. For me, it's speaking. Now, mm-hmm. I hope I'm a better husband than I am a speaker. Sure, sure. I hope I'm a better dad than I am a speaker. But mm-hmm. this is my best talent. This is what I do better than anything else. At one time, it was baseball, but now it's speaking. That's greatness. Your best talent, your best gift. Mm-hmm. Fifth definition of greatness is a mindset. Every day you wake up with the mindset that you can better today what you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's that's, and to me, wow. all those, most of those best effort, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Best focus, that's a choice. Wow. Best version of me, that's a choice. Finding your best skill set, that's not necessarily a choice, but once you find it, you say, okay, it's my greatness. And the mindset every day, it's a choice to say I can better my best. That's greatness to me. Hmm. Wow, I love those definitions. And, and, you know, we're we're all human, right? Right. And we're all different. Right. So how do we, with that, with everything you just said, how do we stay focused on pursuing that greatness while we deal with our everyday lives of struggling? We have obstacles and we have ups and downs. Right. How do we... I mean, how do we deal with keep staying focused? Yeah, staying I believe focused. it's I believe it's an awareness. You just it's waking up every day, and and I believe that the awareness happens as we grow. Some people say older, mm. I like to say wiser, mm. because when you're young, you're just you're you're not even really thinking. You're I remember playing baseball. I didn't know what greatness was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was just using my talent, get up there, see the ball, hit it. What did he throw you? I don't know. I just saw it and right, hit right, it. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm I, good at it, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ground balls. I'm picking up a ground ball. I'm turning sure. a double play. I'm not thinking the game. Right. I'm not thinking focus. I'm just having fun. Right. But as I grew older, once I got to college, I realized, okay, I'm taking these ground balls. I'm looking at the bounce and where the ball Mm -hmm. is bouncing. I'm looking at what the pitcher threw me last time. I'm looking at I just broke my thumb. So he's probably going to throw me a fastball. in. I started thinking the game. I became more focused. So I believe that as we get older, Mm -hmm. we get more focused. Like right now, I'm in this moment. Greatness, yeah. my best effort right yeah. now, mm-hmm. my best focus right now. So I believe that how do we how do we step into that space every day? It's it's just a matter of growing wiser every day and in a state of awareness and being in the moment. If I'm in class, I'm in class. Mm-hmm. The teacher's yeah. talking about I'm listening right now. I'm in that moment. If I'm at practice, I'm at practice. I'm giving my best effort and best right. focus in this moment. Right. 
right? right? And as and it, when it has to do with the best version of me, anybody within my wingspan is gonna get loved on. Mm. If you don't yeah. want to be celebrated, loved on, encouraged, complimented, you don't want to come around right, me. Not the place for you. <laughs> nope. I'm yeah, loving yeah. on you. Sure. Right. Yeah. Sure. That's a, it's a decision though. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, you know, something that you said um, <clears throat> was interesting because you talked about how greatness in the classroom, greatness in the you know with your mm -hmm. family, greatness on the field. How sometimes I feel like for certain people, nobody in particular, right? But certain people, it appears that greatness has to come at a cost. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. where I'm going to I want to be a beast on the football field, but I couldn't care less about my geometry test. Right. Uh, I want to be the best coach I can possibly be. And I want to influence these young men or women. But it comes at the cost of family. Is that you know what I'm saying? Right. So does it have to come at a cost? And how do you how do you balance if it doesn't have to come at a cost? How do you balance the two things? How do you mm -hmm. pursue your greatness, but also maintain relationships, maintain, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know if there's a, a, a right answer, but my okay. answer is to be great at anything, it takes a certain period of time of being obsessed with that thing. Mm, okay. Whatever that might be, you can't like halfway do it, halfway practice, halfway. It's like... I'll, Kobe Bryant has this this thing that he he talks about. He says you once the season starts, edit your life. Okay. See, so he was one of the guys I thought about too. Get all the things out of your life mm -hmm. that could possibly distract you. I'm not sure where that beeping coming from. Sure. But get all the things out of your life mm -hmm. that could possibly distract you. It's season time. Right. Cut those friends off. Cut right. everything off because I think it kind of does come at a cost. Right. But you don't have to degrade people and be rude to people and, and dismiss people. Right. You just have to know what your focus is right. and stay focused in that. So there is a cost. Right. To me, to be great at anything, it takes a certain amount of mm. time where you have to be obsessed. Mm. Is that the whole year? It depends on how, how strong your will is, how, how badly you want it. Like for right. me as a speaker, the first 10 years, I didn't want to, I wasn't listening to music. Hmm. My buddies would be like, man, you hear the new Tupac? <laughs> no, dog, I ain't heard the new Tupac. <laughs> because yeah. I was I was listening right. to other speakers and I was learning and reading and studying because I had somewhere to be. Right. Sure. So there is a price to pay for right. greatness. But to me, you don't have to put people down, right. be rude to people, disrespect people because you're going towards greatness. Right. right. You can still be the, part of it is being the best version of you. Sure. Mm -hmm. Can't miss that part of it. Right. You know what's funny is that not everyone will like the best version of you. But right. that doesn't matter. You are still being oh, absolutely. the no As long as you're being you. Right. Yeah. And as long as you're not intentionally trying to right. dis disrespect someone, you know, and be I mean, that's bottom line. Be disrespectful, be rude, uh, right. be exclusive rather than inclusive. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Wow. And I think not everyone's gonna like you. Mm. No, and that's <laughs> absolutely true. I'm glad you brought that up, Deb, because I think if you're going down that path and if you're trying to pursue greatness and like you said, if, if you're becoming obsessed with the, whatever your passion is, uh, I think it's important to have people around you right. that understand that. And right. I, can, I know for a fact that you have plenty of people around you that buy into the vision, want to push you and challenge you because they know that you're capable of greatness and that you've right. achieved greatness. So they're like, you know what? We want to be a part of their journey and they're not trying to you know, slow you down or anything like that. So I think it's important to find people that that are ready to go on it. And, and maybe not everybody sticks around because they're, not, not, everybody built, sticks they're around. not built for that road. Here's how I explain it. 
when you're going somewhere, wherever you might be, when I say you, I mean any of us, there's a certain altitude that other people may not be able to breathe in that altitude. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's good. That's a good way of putting it. I can't breathe there. Right. Like I remember working out, I got, I was playing baseball and I had gotten a scholarship to university of Utah and I was working out and getting ready to go. And I was ready when I was here. Mm. I went to Utah <laughs> in the altitude. It's uh, a little different. Yeah. I couldn't breathe like up yeah. there. There sure. are certain people, mm. even some of those people are the closest to you. Mm. You're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. They don't understand where you're going. Mm-hmm. Right? They can't breathe up there. Mm-hmm. That's not your problem. Right. You right. got to chase your dreams. Right. I'm not, I'm not right. disrespecting you or disregarding you. Right. But it's, I'm going somewhere. Right, because that's you, and that's your right. life, and that's who you are, and it's not who they are. And they're going somewhere else, maybe, right. but, you know. Not, not the same place. Right. We don't have the same destination. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and if, you're, yeah. if you're living with integrity and character and all those things that we talk about uh, at the comment all the time, then it's, you know, how can you how can you argue with it? Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Um, no, that's awesome. I love that altitude thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. tweet that later. That's, <laughs> that's, really, that's really good, man. That's I a good love visual that. To have Can't to breathe where you're going. That's why we bring you in here, man. You drop the gems like that. Thank you, man. It's just good energy. But speaking of just, you know, with greatness and um, mm. coaches and athletes and with that focus, how, how would you, how, what would you say to coaches who are trying to help athletes achieve greatness on and off the field? Because we talked about the whole it comes at a cost thing. And I know right. athletes, as a, as a coach myself, ath- you know, my high school athletes struggle between um, getting the job done on the field but not getting the job done off the field. Meaning in the classroom, or you meaning in the community? In the classroom, at home, community, you know, you know what have you. So, how can coaches help guide athletes to achieve greatness on and off the field? Well, I think I don't think that there is a blanket cookie cutter answer for that particular question, but I do believe that the coaches taking the time to get them to get to know their players because everyone operates differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. button is different. Right. For instance, I'm not going to say where I was playing, but there was a coach that was really hard nosed. Mm-hmm. He was just hard, a hard nosed coach. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I need, mm-hmm. I need the kudos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was awesome. Right. Yeah. Keep doing that. Yeah. I saw you do that. Right. But when you're hard nosed. And you're watching me, and you you got this <laughs> style on your face, and I'm taking ground balls. I stiffen up. You're not going to bring the greatness out of me. Let's, we're talking on the field. Right, you're not right, going to bring right. the greatness out of me on the field. Right. So when I don't think that I'm uh, uh, operating or performing at the, my highest level, that's going to transition off the field. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be excited at home to do right. what I need to do. I'm going to be irritable at school. I'm not going to be focused mm-hmm. because I'm scared the next practice I might do something wrong <laughs> right. or make a mistake. Yeah. But there are other players that thrived in that space. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't even yeah. care about coach. They're not even looking at coach. Yeah. So I think the coaches have to take some time to really get to know their players and know who they can be hard nose on right. and who needs that pat on the butt to yeah. say, you keep it up, buddy. I, li- I like that swing. I like your energy. I like your effort. I mm-hmm. see you. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. I believe that getting to know your players is the key to bringing out mm-hmm. the greatness in them in all areas. Home, on the field, in the classroom, whatever the case right. may be. That's a good one. I like that. We were just talking about that. How, And they're it, it, talking about at the high school level. They're, and, you know, they're just kids. And everyone's right. different. And I think it is. You're right. It's important for a coach to be able to read his or her athlete and know that they respond differently and it's not going to be effective if you have just one blanket response to all your athletes right yeah 
Because, I mean, even their background, it's like, to me, like, if I were to say, well, you say, how do you pull it out? How do you get to know their athletes? To me, it's it's, it's a question. It's like, let's go around. Do a couple rounds. Mm, That's good. What what can't we see when we look at you? Mm. Mm, That's interesting. You know, you can't see when you look at me that I grew up in a household where my dad was an alcoholic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in a, a household where I saw four generations of domestic violence. Mm. My mom left the family when I was in third grade. I was physically abused by my dad. So when you know that, right. the more I get, to, the more I know about you, and the more you know about me, the better mm-hmm. we can treat each other. Right. Not everyone Absolutely. on the team comes mm-hmm. from that type of environment, so that's probably why I needed a pat on the butt right. rather than yeah. somebody that's in my face with this right. scowl on their face. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. So get oh, what can't you yeah. see? And we go around and we get to know each other. For instance, I'm about to speak. Um, I got hired to speak at, to Utah baseball team where I went to school. Oh, that's crazy. So in February, I'm going there. And he said, I want some 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 things that I can do with my athletes, to my team, to bring us closer together. Mm, well, they're going to learn about each other at a whole nother <laughs> level because oh, I yeah. know how important that is. Because right. if I know that's what you come from, I'm going to look at you differently, treat you a little bit differently. Mm. Because I know you and you know me. Right. Now we can fight for each other. Right. Man, I love that. And that, that does take some time and effort and energy on the coach's part, too. Right. So right. it goes back to what you were saying about greatness is that you've got to be obsessed. So if you have a, a squad of 25 you know, young men or women, you've got to be ready to put in the time and energy to get to know 25 young men Absolutely. or women. Absolutely. Right. And so you've got to be obsessed with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I love that. And that takes time. Yeah. But oh, it's yeah. worth it. Mm-hmm. And then... Let them know a little bit about you. Yeah. Mm, that's huge. Yeah. You do you get to dictate how much. Mm. Right. But let them know a little bit about you. Right. So they know you're a human being. Right. Yeah, that's coach, but right. I know him or I know her. Right. Yeah. Well, right now I'm training um, my uh, Sheldon softball girls right now. And um, I, I yell at them. I scream at them. And they're like, why do you hate us? Why are you making us do this? You know, and every right. once in a while I'll pause and I will just throw something out there like, oh, I did this, this week. you know, I'll just, I'll tell them something about me and they love it because A, it distracts me from having them work out, but right. B, they, they start to, they light up a little, they kind of loosen up and relax a little bit and they, you know, start making fun of me a little bit, yeah. which, you know, <laughs> right. which they love and then I'm like, okay, get back to work. And so, right. I go back. And so, right. And so I, that, so I get what you just said there and, I, and it, you know, just clicked with me. Like I do that not, and I didn't do that for that reason. What you just said, right. I would just to like lighten the load of like, oh crap, they're getting mad at me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They really do hate me, so right. I need to do something, but it, it works. It right. does. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And, you know, I'm just thinking too, when you speak, and, and I, don't, I don't say this because you're on the podcast, and right. it's just, you're my dude, but right. you're one of the best that I know. Thank hands you, down. Josh. In fact, it's, it's just a funny story. One of my first times speaking for, on the behalf of the Combine, I have, I've seen you do the call and response thing so much, I thought I'd try it. Right. Like, repeat after me. It felt flat. Like, it, it, I bombed. <laughs> I bombed hard. I'm like, you know what? That's something Bracey can do. I cannot Aww. I cannot even try. I'll never do that again. And I haven't because I'm like, no, not for me. But um, seriously, man, That's you're one good. of the best that I know. Thank but you, Josh. I, I think one of the things that makes you so good is w- exactly what you said. So you're not coaching on a, on a sports field or a court or anything like that. But when you speak, you allow people in. They see part of your life, and you're, you're very vulnerable. I feel like you even – more so the last few years, it's been even more vulnerable, in, in my opinion. Right. But people are looking at what you're speaking now. It's really, it right. really connects with people, and it's all genuine, and they can tell it's genuine. Where and you've been in the game for a long time, you can tell a genuine speaker, right, who's letting you in, and that's the real stuff, versus someone who's trying to sell you something, Fake it. right. 
So, you know, it's just kind of crazy that it applies to you as a speaker. And so we know you're living it. And so when you say that to the coaches that are listening to this podcast, uh, we know that you're you're coming from a very real place because yeah. you do it every time you're on stage. Thank you. Um, I, I, Josh, I just want to be real. I, and, and that, you know, we say keep it real. And that's just kind of a phrase. But sure. for me, I feel like that's what I'm there to do. Mm-hmm. Like some people look at it as, why are you throwing your family under the bus? I'm not. Right. I'm just telling you my experience. Right. It may sound like I'm throwing them under the bus. I'm not. I'm just telling you I love my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all have issues. Sure. Mm-hmm. I just choose in what I do for a living, I'm going to connect more and make more of a difference when they know who I am, whether it be elementary school kids, middle school kids, high school kids, teachers. Mm-hmm. The moment I share my story, mm-hmm. the room shifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a respect. Right. There's a there's a connection. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm being real. And they yeah. and they start thinking about their own stuff. And they're like, "Man, if he made it through that, right? I am good too." Well, well, I bet it's a feeling of um, it's not just me. Right. I'm not alone. Like it's nice. Absolutely. To, it's nice for someone, especially someone on your caliber, to share that because then they really don't feel alone. Yeah, and that's special. It's real. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's great. Well, I'm and not to get too far off track, but right. I, I remember one of the first times you invited me out to watch you speak was I believe it was out in Woodland, mm. and it was a youth a, a youth detention. Yeah, baby. Event. It yeah, wasn't yeah, at yeah, a yes. detention center, that. but it was at like a community center. Yes, I remember and that. So you have a you have a, a room filled with kids that are just hurting, who have been going abandoned, through it. going through it. And so, just like you said, Deb, once they heard him speak, you shared your story. I, honestly, man, I don't know if I because I've seen you in a lot of different environments. Right. I don't know if I ever saw a more a more genuine response from the crowd because they heard your story. And they're like, uh, like you said, Deb, I feel that. Like, I'm coming from that same place. To me. I remember people crying, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is insane. And right. so that, that one always just stuck, for me, stuck with me for some reason. I remember reason. that one, Josh. That was a fun one. I remember Michelle what I was, was wearing. There. <laughs> yeah. your, your, daughter, your daughter was there, too. She was yes. pretty young, but your daughter was there. It's crazy. She was there, too. Right. Um, well, hey, man, you know, we know you're on a, on a time crunch here, so good. we don't want to keep you too long. But before you get out of here, uh, if, if someone's listening to the podcast and they're hearing you for the first time, or if they just love you and they love supporting you, um, you have a big event coming up. I do. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I do. I, I have a big event coming up. It's, it's, uh, it's called Kevin Bracey at the Crest with special guests. So it's, it's at the Crest Theater in Sacramento. It's motivational entertainment. And, you know, it, it, for me, it's like you, if you go to a show and it's a speaker event, you think you're going to have to sit and listen to these long, boring. No, no, no. I have self-diagnosed ADD, but I have hella D's. <laughs> so I don't want to be bored not one moment. So I promise you, you will not be bored not one moment. It's motivational entertainment. But the theme of the show is called Scared Great. There's a show years ago, and I think it's still on um, A&E, yeah. called Scared Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scared Straight. Scared Straight. Scared Straight. Now I'm getting used to my book. So yeah, yeah. Scared Straight. But I just sh- took that and used that play on words, and my book is called Scared Great. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I've been scared my whole life. You know, as a young man, or as men, it's like, what, you scared? Well, yeah. you're supposed to be scared. Well, I can't be scared. Mm-hmm. I feel fear just like anybody right, else. Right. So right. it's scared great how to steer your fear into your greatness. That's awesome. I've been scared. I was scared at home when my dad was drinking. I was scared in the classroom. Am I smart enough to, see, to, to, to pass? I was scared on the baseball field. Am I good enough to get a scholarship or play professional baseball? I was scared as a speaker. Can I actually succeed and become a speaker? All that fear that I had 
has led me to my greatness. Mm -hmm. All that fear that I had caused me to prepare. I was never the best athlete on any team. I was never the best base, best player on any team, but nobody was gonna outwork me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I was scared. Mm -hmm. So fear is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Fear, if you know how to channel it mm -hmm. and not let it paralyze you, right. it can steer you towards your greatness. So that's what the show theme is. Okay. So I'll be speaking. We'll have a speak up, speak off battle that night. <laughs> People who are aspiring speakers getting up on that stage, mm. delivering a message. Go ahead. You want to say something? I do. I do. Because I'm really <laughs> yeah. excited about that. I want okay. no part of it, but I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for everybody who is going to do it because, um, again, this is the Character Combine podcast. So we're about competition, healthy competition right. and pushing yourself. So the idea that you have speakers, not just speaking to you guys as the judges or however it's going to work, right. but they also know that the person before them may have just killed it. Right. And the person that's coming after them might just kill it. So you better bring you your gotta A game. You got to be ready. You don't, you know. You got to be ready. The audience is going to be voting. So the speaker's oh, going to cool. get up. So the, all the speakers will audition. We've got to audition February 6th at Sac State, um, location to still be announced, and then February 16th at Elk Grove Keller Williams. Mm -hmm. We'll have auditions, and after they audition, all the speakers have to show up that night. No one's going to know who hits the stage until that night. So mm -hmm. once you Ooh. get ready, you got to stay ready. So then I call two speakers up. They step up on stage, and then I we introduce them in the spotlight. Boom, hits one of them. You got three minutes. Go. Once you're done, boom, the spotlight hits the next person. You get three minutes go. And wow. then the audience, based upon applause, either votes you to the next round mm. or not. Wow. Oh, man, I It's going to be amazing. Oh three rounds of competition. So we'll have a speak up, speak up battle. We'll have a um, step show going on from Sac State. I hope it's a sorority step show. We will have um, – I'll have a live band there. Um, um, it's all to benefit It Takes Guts. Okay. It no, Takes so Guts. For the people that don't know. Right. Let me back up. Yeah. Dwight Taylor Sr. is performing his hit single one way. Hey. He's going to tear the roof off. So, Dwight, I don't even like to have a show without Dwight there. Because I don't, I don't he either. is that wow. dope. I love Dwight. I love Dwight. And um, the whole 100% of the proceeds goes to It Takes Guts. It's a, it Takes Guts is an organization that raises money to help families or people children who have chronic illness like my son Kobe. My, my son Kobe is in pain 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other kids that are in pain. And we've created a, a nonprofit to help families who are going through it every single day. So 100% of the proceeds when you purchase your ticket at CrestSacramento.com mm -hmm. for Kevin Bracey at the Crest with special guests, 100% goes to It Takes Guts. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a phenomenal evening. I grew up in Sacramento. I was born and raised in Sacramento. I went to school in Utah, played baseball in Canada and came back to Sacramento. So to go from SAC, where how I was raised, to be at the Crest Theater is a very special night for me. So you won't be bored at one minute, not one second, awesome. because I don't want to be bored. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I do want to back up just a little bit more. Yeah. So the competition, the speaker competition, how do they get signed up for that? All they have to do is show up on February, well, Kevin Bracey on Facebook, first of all, because so I don't keep you updated. Okay. Go to Kevin Bracey, follow me on Facebook, and then I am Kevin Bracey on Instagram, okay. and I will have videos that I show. I'll have things up there to where you can look at exactly what you need to do in order to be a part of the uh, competition. You don't have to sign up. You have to do it. Just show up that day, and then when you watch the videos that I post, and I'll be posting them throughout the month of January, I will be ex giving you pointers and tips and things that you can do to get ready for the, for the um, audition on February 6th 
Athletics at Sac State, location on campus to be announced, and then February 16th at Keller Williams in Elk Grove. Keller Williams Realty in Elk Grove from 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock, both of them, 12 to 2. They probably go past 2 depending upon how many people, but 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock. That's very exciting. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have uh, anything else? Um, no, I mean, thank you for coming. I'm Absolutely. You know, good to meet you. And I'm, I mean, he said a lot of, Josh has said a lot of great things about you. So I am just happy to be here. I know you guys have met and stuff and I've never met you, but um, nice thank to meet you, you so Deb. much. Yeah, it's a privilege. Thank you. So man, Kevin, we love you, dude. Uh, we're all excited for the show. I'm going to be there for sure. Hey. And uh, yeah, I would encourage everybody that's listening to this to make sure you sign up, get a ticket. If, you, if you're if you an uh, aspiring speaker, definitely sign up for that competition. And uh, hey, man, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, good luck with everything. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now. Brace up.